hello queers we are uh, here with our very first bonus episode this is a new moon episode um since everything in their dog is an aquarius i figured it was high time to start doing a little extra something something for everyone just to help you uh, be guided a little bit more cosmically with what's going on right now and to take full advantage of kind of what's happening uh, with the moon. So without further ado, here is a little monthly bonus episode for y'all. Enjoy! Alrighty, so yeah, I just wanted to grab the cards that I had set aside for this. So I have been doing tarot reads as often as I can, as much as my energy permits it. Um, I've definitely been feeling a lot of fatigue lately and like almost vertigo type symptoms. Um, which I can liken mostly to like the ascension and the purging symptoms and all that good stuff because there's so much emotional release and healing and just trauma coming back to the surface for all of us. And I'm feeling that weight of the collective energy. So I've been drawn to doing more readings more frequently lately. Um, and I've been noticing a lot of synchronicities in the tarot cards. And I'm curious if you guys have too. Um, even if like you're looking at like TikTok and you look at tarot reads that other spiritualists are doing, I'm noticing that I keep getting the same cards coming up. <laughs> and I'm curious if it's more of like a collective message that's coming up as well as like specific individuals within that collective or the roles within the collective are getting their own kind of synchronicities and their messaging coming up. Um, so I'm going to share with you guys the cards that I pulled uh, in yesterday's reading about this because I had done a reading around what the collective needs to know. What is the story that's being told right now? And I think it really resonates with the new moon energy that we have starting tomorrow and really right now. But like the next three days are going to be a really good time of like sowing your seeds, reflecting, seeing what resonates with you, releasing what doesn't. It's not so much about like starting new ventures right now, but your focus is going to want to be on reevaluating, especially with retrograde, reevaluate before you start something new um, and just let go of the stuff that doesn't serve you. It doesn't have to be the way that you thought it did. It doesn't have to be the way that you've always done it. Now's a time for regeneration. And that's kind of why you might be feeling a little top heavy right now too, is because every fucking planet in their sister is in Aquarius, <laughs> including the sun and moon, which is super interesting um, that we'll have a conjunct sun and moon tomorrow, um, also in Aquarius. So it's a lot of innovation. It's a lot of like humanitarianism humanitarianism <laughs> that's coming up right now um just a lot of intense emotions actually if you look at the chart which we'll talk more about in the full episode uh, but if we look at today's chart and even just like for the new moon forecast everything is stacked at the fucking top of the hemisphere there is nothing in the lower hemisphere so it's like everybody's in aquarius um i think i need to tell you now because now i'm just gonna drive myself crazy okay so the sun, the moon, Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn are all in Aquarius right now. <laughs> Lord help us all. Um, this is such like momentum though that we have and it's really cool to see that. The other thing is we have Mars and Taurus so that's going to speak to like how we take action right now is going to be a lot more modeled after like Taurians um, as well as Uranus. And then we have Neptune in Pisces which is his home sign. Uh, Pluto and Capricorn, Chiron is in Aries, and then the North Node is in Gemini right now. Um, so that means that like there's going to be a lot of focus on the duality, communication with the conscious mind, and kind of like finding that balance. And that's kind of what Aquarius is here to teach us too, is 
giving us that momentum so that we can move forward and like carve a new path because we have to start over. We can't continue to do things the way that they've been doing it for thousands of years because it's been meant to kill us all. It's been meant to keep us small and keep us in boxes and keep us enslaved to capitalism. And I think that that's part of why everything being staffed in Aquarius, though it's painful right now for my energy, is so important collectively and for this world that we live on. And also such a privilege that we get to experience this right now, because though it's hellish sometimes, it's also such an experience. And we all chose to be here. We all signed soul contracts to be here. And we all have a role in this. And mine, I've been learning more about my soul's purpose and kind of what I'm supposed to be doing. And funny enough, mine is about activism and speaking and funny because like I can't speak with a goddamn and yet here I am the podcast and I appreciate all of y'all for being here despite that um yeah that's what I'm here to do is help you guys with my creativity and set those examples and it doesn't mean that I know what I'm fucking doing but it means that I just don't care if I get ridiculed I'm just here to show people what I'm doing so that they can see the possibilities for themselves and hopefully you guys get a million times further than I do because all I'm here to do is show the show the way shine the light for you guys so without further ado I want to talk to you about these tarot cards so I did a bit of an experiment with them too so usually when I pull cards they fly out at me and there's a lot of energy with them and this time it was kind of more like of a demure energy and no cards flew out so I ended up shuffling for like a good minute or two because I felt like I just needed to and then when I was done um I just sat with the deck and I was like something just told me like you know what just like draw a card and so I did and it was a card that was familiar to me that had like come up recently and something just kept telling me like probably my intuition and like my guides and shit being like do another because like despite how long I shuffled I pulled up every card in a specific order that I've kept here for you today, but every card that I've been seeing lately, all of these synchronicities, all of the readings I've been receiving from others, from strangers, from people I know, from myself, um, there was a lot. So I ended up pulling several cards and I'm gonna go through them each with you. And then I'm gonna kind of like tell you what the imagery and what that means for me right now and what I think it means for the collective. So the first card that I pulled up is Strength. Um, which is one of the major arcana cards. And this one has the imagery of like a woman holding a dog's open. Like think that dog's mouth open. Think like that meme with like Goliath holding <laughs> the lion or whoever the fuck he was or David maybe. It's that, but with a dog and a lady and a fancy hat. Um, so the fact that strength came up at all, um, this one's been coming up in a lot of collection reads that I've been seeing as well. Collection, collectives, I don't fucking know. Um, I'm basically on Zoom these second copy, so like bear with me if you would like. So strength means that we're all kind of like, though we're feeling pain right now, to me I interpret this as like we're all resting and the world and the universe has conspired to allow us all to rest because we need to be able to rest in order to release and feel and move through all of these feelings that we have to gather our strength for what is to come because something massive is coming but it's not scary. It's not scary. So the next card that came up um, was the Queen of Pentacles, which I get every fucking time. And it's amazing because it's also like a collective reading, right? So the Queen of Pentacles is all about like building her own wealth, being a super bad bitch, right? And like 
she is abundance. She draws and attracts abundance to her. And so do you guys. And so do I. And it's super cool to see that like this keeps coming up, not just for me, but for collective readings as well, because it means like we are all abundant. We all have that like divine feminine energy healing within us right now in order for us to be able to now attract all of the abundance that we know we innately deserve and it's going to bring balance to us and it's going to bring stability that we haven't necessarily known before the next card i got was the empress so first of all three like power women in my first three cards um i get the empress almost every time and i don't know if it's because like it's this fucking message in terms of like a presence that's here, like maybe a guide or something like that or a deity. But it also like tells me like, that's my fucking energy that I need to be like stepping into. And we all need to be collectively stepping into this because the queen of pentacles lets us know that we're going to be fucking abundant because we already are abundant. And the empress lets us know that you already are abundant. So now you need to step into your goddamn power so that you can move forward so that you can start ruling and like ruling with compassion. And it's not about any of us necessarily being in charge, but it's about the collective stepping into their leadership skills, especially the divine feminine stepping into their leadership skills, because that's what we need right now is more of the divine feminine. And that doesn't mean that like, for those of you who like aren't super familiar with that term, like divine feminine or masculine, it doesn't have anything to do with your gender identity. We all innately have a divine feminine and a divine masculine energies within us and it's more about like how you can like balance the energies kind of like polarities and so if you're not like if that doesn't resonate with you in those terms that's totally okay um it's kind of like likened to yin and yang or any other kind of terms about duality or a gemini <laughs> a gemini um it could be anything like that so don't worry about like the terminology, but also like make the terminology fit for you, um, especially so that it doesn't add to anybody feeling like anything but euphoric about who they are and how they identify themselves. Um, on that topic too, if you've been feeling lately that you've been distancing yourself from gender binaries or norms or like expectations of your gender to perform, that's normal. And that's coming about for a reason right now because gender is a construct we all fucking know that whether people want to admit it or not it's a construct so it's okay and completely natural that you don't want to identify with one or the other or just one or whatever the fuck there are so many genders and you don't have to worry about what that looks like exactly but what i'm telling you is that it's okay where you're at right now and where you end up if that's completely different is also okay and valid and beautiful like you're so amazing just for existing and i love you for that and that's the empress card and then i pull the wheel of fortune card and this one's been coming up in so many collective readings that i've been seeing recently too that the wheel is turning you guys like we're almost there and i know we're exhausted i know we're struggling i know there's a fucking retrograde and all this shit but the wheel of fortune is turning in your favor, in our favor, and at the collective's favor. Because for too long, these systems have been at play to manipulate and destroy the collective, distract us from leveling up, from knowing ourselves, from connecting to ourselves, and from the spirit world and all of these things. That's all been in play to keep us away from each other 
and ourselves. And this is going to change now. And so not only will you become abundant, but you're going to become connected again. You're going to have a new sense of community that never existed before because they didn't want it to exist before. And it doesn't mean that we went away. It means that like that separation was further. And it's coming back now. It's coming back for us. And like, if you ever felt, especially as a neurodivergent kid, if you ever felt like this world wasn't meant for you, first of all, because it fucking wasn't initially, but like the people made it not for you, but it always has been. And you've always deserved for it to be this. And you probably lost hope when you were really young because you came into this world with the light that you already are. And then people slowly but surely dampened that light to the point where you might've let go of hope, or you might've let go of any expectation that this place is gonna be worth living in and that life is worth living here. And this place, this world, it is paradise and it hasn't been for everyone. And it, ha it hasn't always been but the space that this world is, is a paradise and it's going to come back that way. And everything's gonna come into balance very soon. And balance goes both ways. So not only will it mean that like, those who have been cast in the dark, those who have fucking been murdered, genocide, all of this shit, all of the people who have been colonized, that scale is done tipping in their favor it is here to tip into the favor of balance into the favor of righteousness and that means that everybody who's been struggling everybody who's been targeted by the fucking tip scales to begin with is about to prosper and it's in a way that we can't come up with because we haven't seen it happen before in our existence because we're in such a pivotal moment in the earth's timeline and we get to be a part of creating what that new future will be. And I think that's beautiful. The next card I drew was Temperance. And Temperance has come up, like all of these cards naturally have come up a million times for me, but Temperance is literally a lady holding like a red vessel and a blue vessel and pouring water into each other. And she's like dressed in half red and half blue. And it's all about balance. All about balancing those dualities and like nothing more than a fucking like my dog snoring nothing more than retrograde can help us achieve balance because it, it calls on us to stop and rest and think and release and evaluate everything evaluate the systems in play evaluate the people in power evaluate your beliefs about it and what you're going to do with your life evaluate if your job is fucking killing you evaluate if you need a job Evaluate if you need a nine to five, because that's a construct. We don't need to work 40 hours a week. People all over the place have done research about um, what can either be done by robots and also what can be done by like everybody working like four hours a week or eight hours a week or whatever. Like the 40 hour work week is a fucking construct, right? And it's not necessary. And it was brought here by white colonizers to keep people at a fucking, it's to keep you distracted. And it's to keep you enslaved, right? Because if it's all about the freedom to consume is the only freedom that there can be under capitalism, right? So if you think that you're going to work harder so that you can have more money so that you can consume more things, either way, end game is that you're giving them back their money, right? And what this is calling us right now, what temperance is telling us, 
right now is like find balance in your life. So if there are places that you feel you don't have balance, it's okay to acknowledge that right now. And it's okay to make changes to that. And I'm not like, everyone go quit your job, but I'm also kind of like, everyone go quit your fucking job. Like, this is all a ploy. It's fake. Money is fake. Like, all of it, it's energy, right? But all of this is at its core, is a transference of energy. And what are you so skillful at? What are you passionate about? What do you like doing? That's where you create your abundance. And if you believe and you attract enough abundance and you believe that you're in abundance and you're a magnet for it, you will attract it. It will happen. It's fucking physics, right? And you can do that, like you can magnetize that with quantum jumping with a glass of fucking water, right? And like, because everything is atoms, because everything is energy, all you have to do is set your intentions and feel what it will feel like when it happens because it already has in another timeline. You're just aligning with what has already happened for you. And if you think about it that way, it's a lot easier to think that you can be successful and to know that you already are successful. You just have to align with that timeline, just hop on over and you can be successful in whatever way works for you and whatever way you want it to be. But I never want anybody ever fucking again especially once we're through with all of this and we're through with this story and we're, we've made our, our ends. No one will have to work unless they fucking want to and they will only work on things that they are passionate about and that they love doing because workers should own their labor, right? You don't belong to a company. Why do they fucking act like they own you? And why do you let them, right? And it's not your fault. It's a system that was built to make you feel like you are nothing but the labor the money that you get paid for the labor that you were able to fucking convince someone to give you a contract for, right? But like, none of that is your fault. You deserve better. We all deserve better. We're about to have it. We're about to have it. We're about to find that temperance because it's been, that balance hasn't been there since we existed, right? Like since fucking white people, since colonization, since whatever, that balance got tipped. And the next card I got is the star. And this is about, she's holding two, um, two red vessels now and she's pouring water into a stream. And this card to me is kind of like a kiss on the cheek. Like it's so reassuring because the star to me is, is what I am, is what you are. It is connecting to your deepest self and to your most intuitive, emotionally intelligent, beautiful shining self loving that person and then giving that back into the stream of the collective just like she's pouring her water out water is symbolic of emotions especially in tarot right and so she's got so much abundance that she's just pouring it back to everyone and sharing it and that's exactly what you can all do too because there is a star in everybody and you just have to find out if you don't already know what you're amazing at, what you love doing, what gives you goosebumps, right? And then we have the chariot, and this is the symbol of change to me, of power shifting. 
It's a chariot drawn by two horses, a red and a blue, and there's the red and the blue duality in my deck too. Um, but I interpret those colors and that symbology as divine masculine and feminine as balance. And like when we go together, when the divine feminine and masculine are blending and working together without sacrificing their own individuality, that's power, you guys. That's how we forge ahead. And it's already happening. But the other thing is that the divine feminine and masculine energies, like it's not about like, finding your person or finding whatever it's about finding that within yourself and striking that balance within yourself because when we all have that balance we are all the fucking chariots and they can't stop all of us then i pulled the seven of wands um awkward card down the seven of wands particularly was fucking wild Thank you for your patience. I almost need to like take one after the books of, and that's why we drink, which is one of my favorite uh, true crime podcasts. And they used to do like elevator music at the beginning when they'd be confused or like lose track of what they were saying or whatever. Um, and I'm kind of like, yeah, man, like I need my own goddamn elevator music because fuck. Um, okay. So the seven of wands, as well as the seven of swords. I pulled both in this in this reading, one after the other. Um, it's all about getting the upper hand in a fight um, or position of advantage. It's about challenging and force and reassessment. It's such a beautiful card to pull in retrograde because it means retrograde. It means this is what we're all doing right now, you guys. That's amazing. Right? We're all being called to know that we already have the upper hand and to reassess where we're putting our energies and what's important to us. This is about facing another battle, but this time you have the upper hand and you may have never had the upper hand before. And now you do. And now you do. You might have never won in your fucking life. You might have had heartbreak and pain and trauma your whole fucking life and that time is behind you now that is a low vibrational time that was by no means your fault but it was built that way to keep you that way and now you have the option to step outside of that and to ascend past that and so if you're ever unsure of yourself Question the root of that. Question who profits off of your uncertainty. And most of all, love yourself throughout this process. It's okay to reassess your plans and your goals and to modify your behavior. You don't have to answer to who you were yesterday or 10 years ago or to who other people saw you as. That's okay. You're allowed to change. You're allowed to grow beyond that. And no one gets to hold you to that standard. You don't exist for others. You don't exist to maintain the status quo for somebody else. That's not what you're here for. This is also about harnessing your competitive instincts to defend yourself and your creative endeavors. The challenges that you face can also help you to reassess your plans and goals and modify your behavior as required. This will make you stronger and more successful in the long run. I just read that last part from the book because I was like, no, what's the fucking mean? <laughs> what's happening? 
Um, and I'm just going to pull up the Seven of Swords as well, because I thought it was interesting that I got sevens. And I'm going to talk to you about their numerology after um, I'm finished telling the cards. But the Seven of Swords is about cunning and guile and tact and deceit and diplomacy and flexibility, kind of like a sword, right? Because it's an air sign and the sword bends, right? But it can also fucking shank a bitch, right? So like, this is about compromise for the greater good. The Seven of Swords, it suggests there are times when your beliefs and your ideals must be flexible, even about yourself, right? You should adapt them to the task at hand. You're allowed to flow. You're allowed to change every single day and be fluid if gender expression has taught us nothing, right? But as a human, as a being, you're allowed to flow and change every single day. And that's okay, and that's beautiful, and that's necessary. We can't afford to be too rigid in our thinking right now. We really can't. This is why we're called to reassess things, because it doesn't fucking matter how we used to do things. How we used to do things can all be rooted back to capitalism and to the systems in play and the people at play, right? It all connects to that. And that's not what we're here to keep fucking doing, right? And so now the next couple of cards, this is kind of like the climax part of the story that came up for me. So then I get the devil, right? And he's been showing up a little bit lately, but not too much. And like, I've gotten him mostly in the last two weeks, but nothing before that. Whereas like all these previous cards I've been getting for like months. Um, the devil can symbolize like, somebody in power it can also symbolize like that strong male energy it's also not necessarily like inherently a negative card right it's part of the major arcana um it's a fucking power card i'm gonna pull this one up too because i want to make sure i do it justice as i'm still learning because like i've had tarot cards my whole life like i found my first set when i was a kid at like i think a thrift store or something and thrift store garage sale and I had no idea what the fuck I was doing and my family thought I was a witch and <laughs> surprise I am um but I've always intuitively read cards but I haven't like explained them to people or like told people what the fuck I'm doing so I'm trying to like also reference the guidebooks of the respective decks as I go to make sure that I'm also not like leading people astray um especially because like this is my interpretation and my intuition's interpretation of interpretation damn words um of what this all means so take what resonates and leave what doesn't right i'm just sharing my experience with you guys because i think that's valuable but i by no means want you to just take what i'm saying as face value and as truth i want you to evaluate it and think about it and think how it works for you and if it works for you and if it doesn't that's okay you have no obligation right the devil is about the shadow you need to see the so the keywords on the page for this guy are lust and greed and primal instincts, secrets, the shadow, success in career, and impersonal interests. This card could fill you with dread and fear because the devil is a Christian symbol associated with evil. The card does not indicate evil, but asks us to confront the shadowy instinctual parts of ourselves. So this might be a call to action to do more shadow work, especially with Mercury retrograde because That'll be wrapping up on the 20th of February, but then Merc Mercury goes into his shadow 
kind of period afterwards, which will also be a really good time for shadow work. Um, so it follows the perfect balance of the angel in the temperance card. Um, the fool is reminded of those parts of himself that are self-serving and uncooperative. When this card appears in a spread, things that we don't like to admit about our own character and desires might be trying to come to the surface. Um, we might even encounter these unwelcome qualities in others or in our dreams. A neglected part of us needs to be heard. So when this card is coming up, it's because something is missing. You've missed something. And it means I've missed something. It means I need to do more shadow work. I need to spend more time on it because I'm not doing enough. And it's not because I'm incapable. It's not because I'm unproductive. It means I need to achieve balance. And to achieve balance, you need to embrace your shadow self. Right? Because how do you know what the fuck to release if you don't know what's there, what's lurking in your closets, right? Personal gain and success in one's career is indicated by this card, this card as well, though. So we are advised to act in our own interests, but make sure that you're not, like, self-serving. So act in your interests to protect yourself and to help bring yourself forward and into that light, but also by acknowledging your shadow self and letting go of maybe negative traits that you've developed as a result of your shadow self protecting you your whole life. Right? Because like shadows are nothing to be afraid of. You should thank them because they're what brought you this far. Those qualities that you might not like about yourself or that you suppress or shy away from are actually beautiful qualities because they've kept you safe. They've kept you on this earth and alive despite your deepest traumas. And so please don't approach yourself or your shadows with shame. If you do nothing else, approach them with love. And gratitude because you can say thank you so much for your service for helping me disconnect from my emotions when that was the hardest thing for me to bear when it wasn't safe for me to be connected to my emotions thank you for helping me disconnect from that or whatever it might be i'm using my own example right and in that gratitude i can also say no thank you and i release you because i no longer live in a world or a place that is unsafe for me to feel my emotions, right? And to, I don't live in a home where I'm worried about whose footsteps are coming up behind me um, or anything like that. So really think about where your shadows were derived from because that also might be a point of healing that you need to acknowledge as well. Okay, let me just reset the recording super quick and we're gonna jump into the last few cards and then I'm gonna tell you the story. Okay, we are back. Um, sorry guys, I know it can kind of get disjointed when I have to do the several segments in the episode. I'm not sure how it shows up for you guys, um, but the reason for that is because the platform that I used to create all these lovely episodes um, is Anchor, um, which is like made by Spotify, but they have a limit of 30 minutes per segment to record at a time, so I can't like record five hours, <laughs> which is probably a good thing because otherwise your poor souls would be hearing drone on and on even more um but that's why sometimes there's like random interruptions because i have poor time management and object permanence and if my screen goes black i have no concept of the time so here we are um okay so let's finish up this read because this was a massive read so i understand um hopefully y'all haven't checked out but i think it's about to get even more wild so we left off with the devil card and let me just make sure he's over there okay so we have four more that are coming. So I just kept drawing these cards from my deck, right? Like I usually shuffle, they usually come flying out. I just kept 
fucking picking. And what is this, like 15, 20 cards? I just kept picking them. And then I wrote them down. I also like literally did the numerology for them for the reading in my way. I don't know if it makes any fucking sense, but in my way, because I was like, what the hell? Like, what is all of this? So the next card I get is the justice card. And I'm like, okay, so kind of like with the wheel of fortune and temperance, like justice is going to be served to those whom it needs to be served. So, like, if you're thinking about maybe some situations going on globally, think about the fucking stock market tomfoolery with Redditors, which is amazing. Um, also, you can join in on that kind of shit if you're in Canada. Um, there's, like, the Wealth Simple app or I think Voyager. I don't know if Voyager's Canadian. Um, if you're out in the UK or, like, Europe, um, I think Voyager is out there. Um, so if you want to buy any stocks and fuck up Wall Street, even if it's, like, you spend five bucks, whatever, um, it's a class war, right? So like, that's a great example of justice right now. They have given society too many tools. They've segregated us with those tools and kept that knowledge siloed. But what they weren't banking on is us talking to each other and us rising up together and realizing that like, it's 99% of us versus 1% of these fools. They're done for, right? That's what this card means for me. That's what justice means for me. It's a reassurance that the light already fucking wins because we know that. But if you're like me, you've probably been feeling anxious or wondering at each battle point, like, oh, well, they won this one or they're, they didn't get heart hit as hard or whatever, right? But all of these little battles are part of a larger spiritual war that's happening right now. And we've already won. You're going to be okay. We're going to make it through this. And justice will be served. Balance will come back. People will be safe again. We haven't been safe and like I am a white person and so I don't even know the meaning of unsafe or not being safe, right? I don't, especially compared to like in Canada, our indigenous communities and our indigenous population. It's similar to Australia, right? Like it's so, it's so similar and we have indigenous populations all over the fucking world that have been killed and they're, they've all been victimized, victims of genocide at different same with our black communities same with our muslim communities same with those in china right now like there are fucking hell storms happening all over the world right now so i know i say shit like the light will win i am not minimizing that people have already been killed for this shit and that darkness has still caused harm during this period of time what i'm saying is that means we need to use our voices. We need to speak up about what's going on. We need to do what we can about what's going on and learn about it and educate ourselves and make goddamn sure we're not perpetuating the issue with misinformation, especially if it's racist, especially if it's classist, especially if it's bootlegging capitalists, like get the fuck out of our face, right? But regardless, justice is coming. Peace and abundance and safety is coming. The wheel of fortune is turning most in the favor of those who have been hurt the most when it was swung at its lowest, right? So like, yeah, me, a white person, I can expect abundance coming, but like, you know that shit's gonna be a million fold for our beautiful black communities, for our indigenous communities, for all of that. Like we are ripping down every system 
and we're starting with the ones that hurt them first right and like if you're like oh i'm white i don't know what i can do or i don't want to um take away from somebody else's voice or overshadow uh, an, a marginalized person's voice and i say marginalized with like fucking salt because i just am trying to not generalize folks but speak to basically anybody who has been victimized by the system we call regina george right like it's going to get so much better and we have a little more turmoil to get through but this is a year of transformation and it's already been so insane and it's just going to keep going right and so like <laughs> the next card is the fucking tower right we're yeeting these bitches out of here they are done being in power we are going to burn everything to the ground that they built to keep people apart from each other that they built to keep people in different degrees of power and safety this slavery that is capitalism will be shattered it's done so if you know that's why i talk about jobs and shit. that's why i'm like if you want to fucking quit quit because the systems that we know right now we're in the process of abolishing them they won't fucking matter right especially if you're working in an industry or a system that you know is perpetuating the problem i give you full permission to fucking burn it down on your way out and not like burn it down on your way out but like all of us have different secrets and knowledge hey sorry my dog got startled awake by my other dog all of us have different knowledge from our systems, from the work that we've done before, from our family experiences, from our individual experiences, right? We all have so much to share and they have kept us apart from each other. They've tried to distract us, tried to make us hate each other, tried to make whatever, right? Like it's all a goddamn distraction because if we weren't distracted, we would know we're all together as a 99% versus one fucking percent versus 20 people, right? No problem. That's no problem for us. The whole part, point of this simulation is to keep us distracted from our own selves. Because if you're not connected to your emotions, if you're not connected to your shit, you're not even going to fucking be phased when all this other stuff happens. Or you're going to think that fucking people deserve it. And they don't. We're all equal. We all have a fucking journey here. And all of those journeys are valid, even if they're going in different directions, even if they look different, 